Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Mr. Morris Brosnan is back in studio. Morris, what's the crack? Not much now, Mark. How about you? I should divil a bit. We had a, we had a tough weekend in, uh, in the GEA last, last week. We had a lot of predictions. Not a lot of them came off. In fact, none of them came off. No, one of them did. Uh, I can't remember what one, but so, Morris had definitely won that came true. Yeah, so I had Michal Brannocks who lost on penalties yeah. in the end. Uh, which is a good way to lose a county final, but at the same time, if it's gone to extra time, they've drawn twice in a replay. I don't know really what more you can do to separate the teams. Um, other than that, yeah, there wasn't much joy. Like, Clear Connell Gales you had. They I won. had yeah, yeah, they won. Um, there wasn't much Lovely. joy. I had Derry Gunley, but I was too much of a chicken to fully go in behind them. In fact, I said the exact words. But, I don't know enough about them now to actually tip them, but it's a good one to look at. It's, wor- it's well worth paying attention to, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's like pay attention to as your tip that you mentioned goes and hammers Cargan. I think that's part of the problem, though, with um, like when you're like you look at these really one side teams, oh, there's no way, like, but you're going off, everybody's judging off reputation. Like, say, for example, we had a conversation off air last week, Mark, about June be- potentially beating Carfin. Now, they didn't beat them, they drew. Gary Sice kicked a couple of points late in the game. But if you looked at the price, you would have said, oh, well, you know, Carfin are going for their seventh in a row. They haven't lost a game in four, over 42 games. They're Ireland defending champions. And then you look at their team and you're like, well, David Burke is injured and not fit to start. Kieran Fitzgerald isn't fit to play. Michael Lundy isn't fit to start. And suddenly you're like, well, this isn't the same team at all as the one yeah. they played last year. But I think it just uh, illustrates that often they're like, there's huge value to be found if you kind of look through... The, the actual state of the teams as opposed to the name which we didn't do last week no have you looked at any value <laughs> hold on uh, he's after putting the shits up me now for the big shout saying that to me are you happy enough with cro- <laughs> Croaks and Ballyhale this week oh I am yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah, grand yeah. okay thank yeah. god All right. I was worried was I thought, even though I only watched Ballyhale uh, play last week I was still worried I was going off reputation and also if you're looking for if you're looking for uh, if you're looking for value Back in these finals to be a draw as last weekend <laughs> is definitely the best way to go. Yeah. Have you got anything this weekend that's caught your eye? Yeah, it's like it, it, speaking of that idea, right? Like the this weekend is a tad bit underwhelming, but again, it's like I looked at what some games should be priced as and what the nice price is. So that Saturday night, you've got the Dublin uh, Football Championship semi finals. Uh, Mark, we watched, uh, we definitely watched Ballyboden play. Um, and St. Jude's and, against Vincent's as well. That yeah. Day. Where so, Vincent didn't score a point until about injury time in the second half, nearly. So based off that, like I kind of, th- I was looking at that game and I was, th- th- what should that price be? I thought actually this would be two really heavy one-sided ga- games. Ballyboden are eight to eleven. Kilmacud uh, nearly unbackable at one to eight. But in a double, I think it's nearly even money. I think that like they've actually underestimated Ballyboden. They're like Jude's. Without you know, this could come back to bite you, but. Like it, Vincent's were awful that day. They admit themselves they're awful, and yet still probably could have won it if uh, Tomas Quinn had finished that goal chance and the Valley had a chance in the second half. I know Jimmy Connolly started to fade out the game and he kicked a couple of wides in the in the second half, but it was definitely there for them if they wanted it. Ballyboden, if you're uh, looking for something to do on Saturday night, go and watch Colin Pascal play football. He is absolutely sensational. I I think uh, this is the kind of the. The, the, the Conor Callahan Kula year before they break out on senior I think there's a spot uh, wing forward with Colin Baxter's name written on it for Dublin next year uh, he's just outrageous he's such a good finisher he gets he covers so much ground but he's kind of like what's the uh, what's the stereotype that you, uh, Roy's Rose uh, Roy's Royce Rolls wing Royce. forward 
Royals Royce wing forward Rolls Royce a road runner <laughs> uh, well yeah he, no, but he's not he, like road runner doesn't do him justice because he kind of just glides along uh, like covering ground and as well as that like being so powerful on both sides of the ball he can finish so he's, he's and then on top of that you've got his brother in the same team as well so I think that that should uh, be enough for Ballyboden Kilmacud Croaks yeah I just uh, 6 to 4 for Jude's actually caught my eye so it's it's hard That that's one where I probably stay away I actually saw that as well and I looked at Jude's it was like they're consistently underrated See, they've, yeah they've never won a Dublin Championship which is probably why yeah I know, but this team in particular just are very hard bet, like aren't they? Like I'd fancy Ballyboden as well. I just mean that I'd be scared of it, like you know. Yeah, the way I'd I looked at it was, if I ranked it at the very start of the year, if you'd asked me who would you rank as potential Dublin Championship winners, it probably would have gone something along the lines of Kilmacud to defend it, Ballyboden or Nafina, and uh, Ballyboden were much better. Well, weren't much better. They bet them next time against Nafina, yeah. but based off that, I think that uh, they probably have proved their credentials there. I actually think that the in terms of even if it's they are as one-sided as I might think they are uh, Kilmacud is at best Clontarf we talked about that actually on last week's podcast um, Paul Manuel only came on at half time and ended up kicking four points um, I think that, that you know like if you're a time in a run they look pretty well set to, uh, to do something this weekend as well Can I jump in and take us out of the predictions for a second and talk about the Dublin players coming on for their it's clubs weird, yeah. in quarter final level of the championship what's going on there like that's like I know yeah. they need a break. They won the five in a row. It's probably a blowout thing. But, like, the one thing about GA that you have is that, like, you will go back and play championship for your club if they're going to be available at all. I understand if somebody wants to take a couple of months off after that. Like, I wouldn't begrudge it to them at all. But it's weird that they've been all... Like, every single one of them are kind of just being... Well, not every single one, but almost all of them are being kind of eased back in. Yeah, so for those who, who don't know the story, Enver Comerford, the Dublin sub number two, like, a lot of people argue is one of the best goalkeepers in the country... Uh, playing back up to Stephen Cluxon didn't start for Ballymun in when they actually went out uh, th- that day. Keno Sullivan didn't even come on for Kilmacud. Yeah. Uh, Mannion came on at half time. Michael Darren McCauley like, came on at the start for Ballymun time yeah. against Bally- against Nafina. Yeah, I, it, it is weird. Yeah, like I know I do know that uh, a lot of them went away. Um, there was a, a holiday booked anyway, so a lot of them went away. And maybe that like if I don't know if you're worried about after a final and then taking a big break what what exactly level of fitness is it maybe it is just easing them back in but it's definitely it's like the explanation for the Comerford one was that we've played club football all year we've developed systems around this goalkeeper and that he's been there with us and Comerford wasn't so therefore that's why we did it yeah but I don't know if uh, like, I feel if this was happening in any other county it'd be a much bigger story potentially I think yeah. it'd be a much bigger well, story if see- the collective of the county team was barely involved in the club game i think this weekend would be very interesting to see because what kilmacud actually end up doing um like it's given there's no logical reason not to start paul Manion. like we saw what he did when he came on at halftime like there's there's no i think there's no explanation as to why mm-hmm. you wouldn't play him so that that's even that's something else to keep an eye out for on saturday night i guess yeah and look, look there is a wider conversation probably to have and again not to get into the tears and all the discussion about the club calendar the count versus the county calendar and fixtures like there have been issues with other counties as well where county players are just actually getting injured a lot and bits and bobs like that like we're in when i say bits and bobs it's a, part, it's a serious issue of players probably that are maybe overworked and that are you know it's too long of a season or whatever as it is already for them so there is that aspect to it as well that could be influencing whether these players are actually even fit to play or they're carrying niggles throughout the year or whatever two other t- games that have caught my eye in terms of pricing is moorfield against sarsfields yeah. Obviously, it was a draw last weekend, the Kildare County final. Um, Moorfield are four to five on Labrooks to win the replay. Sarsfields are eleven to eight. Another draw is thirteen to two. Uh, 
Saturday at 11 to 8 is interesting. I, I don't, again, it's one where I don't know if I can make a prediction, but it's, you know, again, I'm just kind of tr- pick out prices like we did last, like we were saying last week with Derry Gonley. Like, you could easily see one of these games after the Donegal final going to a draw again. Yeah. Um, the other one is Rat Hoth against Summerhill. A uh, couple of lads in the mead off, or from Meath in the office here. Um, Summerhill are in the third uh, Mead senior final in a row, having lost to, some, or having lost to uh, Simonstown and Dunboyne in the last two years. So this could be their third year in a row to lose to a different team again with Rat Hoth. Rat Hoth are the coming team. They've got Conor McGill and the team. They've got the two Wallaces and they've got McMahon as well. But Summerhill at 13 to 8. Surely this must They're going to have to get over the line At some stage Yeah They've been to the final before We're told they've never won a senior championship We're told it's their first time In the main final So you'd say someone will have every chance there And 13 days is a decent price Yeah Just again Not even to select any And another replay That's just worth mentioning We didn't talk about last week Is there's a, a brilliant story In the Clare Senior Football Championship Right so Kilmuria Bacane And Milltown Malbay Are next door neighbours It's two small villages they are also two of the powerhouses of Clare football, right? But between them, before last Sunday, they'd played in 22 county finals and never played each other. And there is a lot of interrelations between the team, a lot of intermarriage, a lot of, you know, uh, cousins, everything like that. And they go and they finally meet and it's a draw and it's a dramatic draw. And, and now they're playing again this week. And it's like, also you know? the game that's impossible to split. Like, I yeah, oh, that's what, I have no idea. I have no intention yeah. to go near it. On that one, it's evens for uh, Milltown and it's t- uh, 11 to 10 for Kilmorley or Brick and so like, Just uh, a great story of worth, worth watching. Yeah, just about. Right, yeah. So there's the one that you could be looking at 13 to 2 to be a draw again. Yeah, like Michal Brannox against Uther Arden. Isn't it funny, like those kind of games, nearly all, like they always tend to be tight and they never tend to be that entertaining. Like you look what... Uh, I don't know if anybody was squeezed or Neve Connell at the weekend as yeah. well, but like the uh, That's punishment. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know. I think at club level, and especially if it is local and passionate, I think the quality kind of doesn't matter. You know, in in a way, it does in some ways, but in, there's much of it that's Just, like you, you should I'm, watch Squeeze Orvac. Uh, <laughs> maybe not that match, but I think even, even talking about like the Clare game, or whatever, that's low scoring. It's also primal, uh, yeah. You know, and there's a. Bit to that, yeah. Now, look, Donegal is a is a story it's a different itself at fish, club yeah. level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any other games catch your eye? The only other one uh, that's interesting is like Lee Mellows. I think we talked about being priced off. Like Lee, Lee Mellows are playing Capitai. I think they might be four to six in that game. So you mentioned Ballyhale against James Stevens. Like you can make a case to my mind for both of the underdogs in that case. Like Mellows have kind of hung their hat on the fact that they they actually don't have a huge amount of county players you know like that so that it doesn't really hurt them that like their their best Ty Caron is probably the most familiar yeah. people from, from Galway who people know from that team but the rest of them is like um, you know they've got like Kevin Lee John Lee's younger brother who did play for Galway Kevin was a Galway 21 Enda Fallon uh, the two Hastings brothers like th- these kind of players who are like really really good club players but maybe not uh, haven't kicked on at inter-county level yet now like that sometimes you look at that and like that's not a good thing but I actually think it is a good thing in reality like when you have this maybe come back to our conversation earlier when you have that core group together mm-hmm. for so long like I remember the Mellows were totally like I remember when they came into the same final against Lena Percy were totally underrated in that day and actually really put it up to them for, uh, for you know, 45 minutes that day as well so I think that that again like you're looking if you're looking at names you think geez Capitai like yeah. maybe they will be close but I just wonder are, are, like Mellows are 4-6 I think 
think is generous and you mentioned Ballyhale as well if you looked last week whatever like there's this typical stuff with Ballyhale that we always talk about like Adrian Mullen and TJ Reid and stuff like that but then you've got players who Tom I think <laughs> yeah. three of the best forwards in the country uh, and, but then you've got like I think we talked about Colin Maskell I, th- I think he, a lot of people know more about him within 12 months Own Cody I think is a guy a lot of yeah. people know more about in 12 months as well and the, oh it was sensational wasn't it yeah, yeah. And, and like I mean he was on that on the Kilkenny team last year ended up losing the semi-final he like whatever about Adrian Mullen now he was trying to balance that and he wasn't fit I, like remember there was the tie injury that we weren't really sure what was going on Owen Cody was a leading light on that team as well like he, he really has that kind of uh, like aura about him already so in that again I think that they've got star power another guy who actually hasn't kicked on at intercounty level but it's not that it's hurt him for, for Ballyhead either so that's another like if you're looking at Prices that may, might be slightly a tad generous to underdog. That's another double that I imagine that'll come out with about even money as well. Yeah. The thing on Lee Mellows is as well, it's like they don't have the inter-county pedigree, but they have the club pedigree. So it's, like, exactly, it's like when yeah. they've already done it before, like they were in All-Ireland final, you know, it's like, or, so when you've already done it before, you tend to trust that they'll they'll be able to turn it on again, like if they have that run together. Like. So you're looking at four to six for Lee Mellows and probably a good one if you're having a double, like you're saying. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Two to seven for Valley Hale then, yeah. Yeah. So uh, looking, if you're having any bets on the GA over the weekend, be sure to gamble responsibly. It's just a bit of crack. And as uh, we all know from last week, we clearly know nothing about <laughs> these games <laughs> so don't take our word for it and, uh, you can of course visit dunlewy.net for more information